welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Daring Designers Club podcast. If you listened to last week's episode all about portfolios, you'll know that I'm doing a little series based on my three P's of your design business, which are portfolio, which we covered last week, pricing and process. And so today we're going to talk all things pricing. Pricing is so incredibly important in any business, obviously, but in a design business, we can find it a little harder to price our services because all of our projects generally have a different scope and also different deliverables. So how do we go about pricing? Do we charge hourly to make sure we're covering all the time we work on a project? Do we charge a flat rate and try to fit our different services into packaging? Or do we try something a little different, like value-based pricing? Well, in this episode, I'm going to talk through the basics of pricing your design services, including some pros and cons for different types of pricing, and also how to work out your rates yourself. So first up, why is pricing so important? This might be a little obvious, we're running a business and need to make money, obviously, but it's not just about making sure we get paid and can pay our bills, it's also about making sure our pricing is right for us and right for our business. So first of all, getting your pricing correct and getting everything at the right rates can attract the right clients. So it might seem like we're pricing just for ourselves and to make the money we want to, But actually getting the pricing at the right sweet spot can be the difference between the right clients getting in touch or walking away. Depending on who your dream clients are, they may be looking for something on a budget or maybe more of a premium service. So it's important to get this right for the people that you really want to work with. Pricing your services right is also the trick to making sure your business is sustainable and can not only pay your bills, but also give you a consistent income in the same way that a full-time job would. Feeling like your business is sustainable can also make you feel a lot more secure and comfortable and hopefully avoid the feast or famine cycle that can sometimes come with freelancing. And finally, reaching your own income goals is another great reason to get your pricing right It's good having your first step to make your income consistent and paying your bills, but even further than that, we actually have the ability to set our own goals for our income and then reach them based on our pricing. Say you wanted to save a certain amount each month or cover a trip or holiday, or even make sure that you're covering a pricey collection habit. 
I have a huge book addiction that sets me back quite a bit, then you can work out your pricing to make sure you're covering each of those things. So now we know how important it is to get those prices right for you and your audience, let's have a chat about some different types of pricing and the pros and cons for each of them. Also, it's worth noting that I have experience of all of these different types of pricing, so hopefully I can give you a bit of insight into how each of them work and what might be best for you. So we're going to cover three main ways for a designer to price your services. So we're going to cover packaged set pricing, hourly pricing, and then value-based pricing, which are generally the main three that designers would use to price their services. Whichever way you price what you do, we want to make sure we get the same outcome, that you are receiving enough money to cover your bills, reach your goals, and make sure you're getting the right value for the work you're doing as well. But as with everything, I think there are pros and cons to everything we do, and then it's totally up to you to figure out what would work best for you and your business. Everyone's going to be different here. It might be that a certain method works for a friend but not for you or something that works for me might not be up your street either. So just have a think about what would be best for you and for your business before making any decisions. So the first type of pricing we'll talk about, mostly because it's the type of pricing that works best for most designers, is a packaged flat rate pricing or set pricing. With this type of pricing, you want to create packages for all the services you offer and then you create pricing for each of those services and charge the same rate for everyone who works with you on each package. So let's get into the pros and cons of package pricing. So first of all, the pros. So you can manage and predict your income much more accurately. Because you charge the same price for all of your clients who work on the same package, You can work out how many clients you can work with per year and then predict your yearly or even monthly income a lot more accurately. And then in the same way, you can also plan your calendar and your clients a lot more accurately as well because you can set aside slots for each of these packages depending on how long they're going to take and plan them into your diary instead of every project having different timelines and different deliverables. And then you also know you're getting what the package is worth because every package and every price has been worked out with the same deliverables and you've calculated the value of the package beforehand. So now for the cons for packaged pricing. So projects which take longer aren't accounted for in this price. So anyone who's already worked on set pricing and packages will know that although you can set deliverables and timings to be the same for every project, it's unfortunately not always the case. You might get slower feedback for some projects or some clients might need a little bit more help. And so even though you're giving the same package to every client, they most likely won't all end up being exactly the same. You may also feel like you want to get the work done quicker, which unfortunately might lead to poorer quality. This is obviously each to their own, and I'm not suggesting that you would give below par work at all, but it could be that because you know if you work quicker, you get better value for your time, you might be tempted to rush certain parts of a project and not give them your full attention. 
Overall, I think packaged pricing pros are way better than the cons, especially if you're just getting into pricing your services a little bit more professionally and moving away from a freelancer mentality and more into a business owner mentality. It also helps if you're trying to plan the admin side of your business a little better. So next up, let's talk hourly pricing, which is most likely the type of pricing you might have started with or would be most familiar with when freelancing. With hourly pricing, you track the time you work on any project using a tool, something like Toggle or just any timing tool, and then you bill a set amount for every hour you work and charge for the time you've taken for the project. So let's go through the pros and cons of hourly pricing. So first of all, the pros, you get paid for all of the work you do, even if your project overruns. So like we said in the cons of packaged pricing, at least when you charge hourly, you know that you are charging for every single part of of the design work you do because you track your time and charge exactly for that amount of time. Next, clients also get a clear guide of what they are paying for. So before you start the work, you can set out and agree with your client a list of deliverables and then you go away and do the work you need to do and it's all done there. So now on to the cons. So you can't predict your income or timings with hourly pricing. You'll find the pros and cons for package pricing and hourly pricing are generally opposites and this is no exception. So whereas with packages, you have a lot of control and can predict more areas of your business. With hourly pricing, it's really hard to predict the timelines for your projects. Your income can be quite tricky to plan. And then it's also tricky to book these projects into your schedule because you can't be 100% on how long they're going to take or how much of your week they're going to take up as well. It also discourages you from getting projects completed at a quicker rate. The more you work on projects and the more design experience you have, the quicker you can generally get your projects completed. However, with hourly pricing, if you do finish early, you're sort of punishing yourself for that better work rate. And it means you're not being rewarded for finishing your work quicker or being covered for your extra value. And then the final con here, charging hourly can cause quite a bit of pressure when it comes to getting the work done. Generally, we need to estimate the timings for work before we get started because clients want to know approximately how much they'll be spending on the project. And it can be quite hard to stick to that 100%, especially because design work can just be so unpredictable. And you might find it hard in the end to charge more if you do go over the estimated timings. So overall, you may have noticed from the way I talk about this and that there's not as many pros as cons, um, but I'm not the biggest fan of hourly pricing for designers. Unfortunately, I've had quite enough bad experiences with hourly pricing to prefer not to recommend it aside from for very small bits of work, which may take a couple of hours and are tricky to price otherwise. My main issue with hourly pricing is that the only thing you charge for is the time you are physically sat down and designing with your time tracker on. But what about the time you take planning the project or answering emails or working out the admin side of the project? And what about the time we don't even think about when we're thinking of ideas for a project, when we're watching TV or cooking dinner? 
This is something I call idea time and it's an important part of the project which we can account for with different types of pricing but not really hourly because you're not going to be tracking your time whilst you're going through that process. Finally we're going to talk about value-based pricing which is when you price your projects based on the value of the offering to the client. So instead of pricing depending on what works for you, you also take into account your client's revenue, their goals, their budget, and the value that they put on the project that you're working on. This is most likely a pricing structure for when you're taking your business to the next level and wanting to limit your income a lot less. So the pros and cons of value-based pricing. So first of all, pros. So the main one is there's no ceiling to your earning potential. Because you are basing your income on your client's value, this generally means you can work on bigger projects and make a lot more money than if you were hourly or flat rate pricing. And you're not limiting yourself with time because project rates can easily get to 10, 15, 20,000 pounds, even more I've seen from other designers because you're working based on the business that you work with, not using your time. You also get to show your expertise a lot more and become a really great asset to the businesses you're working with. You want to be able to offer the correct experience to solve their exact problems that they have with design and feel like a really valuable part of the company. Finally, value-based pricing can give you a really great range of projects to work on because in general, every project is completely different and can have different deliverables, different goals. So it can give you a bit more flexibility in terms of your workload and working on a variety of different projects. So now the cons. It can be quite hard to work out pricing for each project with value-based pricing because it takes a little more research and time to look into the business work out what would be best for them and make sure you can reach their goals with the correct pricing and deliverables. Following on from this, to make sure you're getting the right information, you generally need to get on calls with all potential clients, which might make some people feel uncomfortable. It's also important to be asking the right questions and a lot of the time you'll need to talk money on the call face-to-face, which isn't everyone's favourite thing to do, which I totally understand. So finally, selling the value of your work can be tricky and sometimes people don't always put the same value on design work and what you can do that you do. This can mean that you might get more no's to your proposals, which can be tough, but it's also something you get used to and the no's are important to make sure that you get the right yeses. So my final roundup of value-based pricing, it can be great for the right businesses, especially if you're ready to take your business to a new level and increase your income without pushing yourself to work more. So there's a nice in-depth look into each form of pricing that I would recommend for designers and I'm really hoping one of these has stood out to you as the one which can work for you and can work for your business and your clients as well. So the last thing I'm going to talk through in this episode is how to work out your pricing in a way which is based on the income you need or want and gives you an easy system for setting your prices confidently and knowing your value. So here we're going to focus on hourly pricing because it's a little easier to work out but it is quite easy to switch this and work out a package price too which I'll also help with. For me, creating prices in a way that's logical and based on facts and figures instead of emotions is the best way to get to a pricing system which works best for you 
and it's also easier to quote to potential clients because your numbers aren't plucked out of thin air. You've figured them out using a formula and you know that it's definitely going to work for you. It's worth noting that this little exercise generally works, especially with hourly pricing, but as with everything else in business, there may need to be some tweaking based on your own personal circumstances. So for example, whether you work part-time or whether you have other streams of income, which mean you don't have to earn as much in your business. If you do have any questions about this at all, feel free to always get in touch with me either on Instagram or in our Facebook group for designers and I can help you out with this as well. So here we go, working out your rates step by step. So step one, we're going to work out how much money you need to earn each year to cover all of your bills, your expenses, your savings, and anything else that comes out of your bank account. And this is where a spreadsheet would definitely come in handy. So go through your statements and rack your brain and sort any monthly payments into four categories, personal expenses, business expenses, personal spending, and personal saving. And then you'll have a rough idea of how much you need to earn monthly to cover this. So step number two, unfortunately, we can't forget our taxes. So use a tax prediction calculator, wherever you are in the world, to figure out how much tax you would need to pay per month on top of the expenses you've worked out there. So step number three, we can now add all of this up to work out our yearly income goal. So say you figure out that you need £2,500 or whatever currency you use to cover all of your expenses and your tax. You would multiply this by 12 to get your yearly figure of £30,000. So once you have this figure, you know what you need to earn per year and have an exciting and accurate income goal, which is based on the money you actually need. So step number four, before we can figure out the actual rate, you need to work out how many hours you want to be working per year. So first of all, let's think about how many weeks holiday you would like. And by the way, working this out is very important because we all want to make sure we get enough time off. In general, I would say four weeks is quite standard. So let's take this away from the year, which is 52 weeks, to work out how many weeks a year you want to work. So this would be 48 weeks. So step number five, now we're thinking hours a week that we want to work, and this again is entirely up to you. You could go for the standard nine to five, which would give you 40 hours a week, or you might want to be a bit more flexible within your business. So I'm going to say 30 hours a week here. Step number six, for our penultimate step, we're going to multiply the last two figures together to get how many hours we want to work in a year, which would be 48 times 30, which comes to 1,440. Try not to get too bogged down by this. Um, I know it's a little daunting to hear such a huge number for hours to work in a year. Now, finally, we've got all the figures we need to figure out our hourly rate. So we want to take our yearly income figure, which was £30,000, and divide this by the number of hours we want to work a year. And for this example, it was 1,440. This gives you just over £20 an hour. It's up 20.8333. Um, so <laughs> you can round that up or down, depending on what you want to do. But hopefully, once you've figured out your income and your hours a year, you will have your own hourly rate. So as mentioned, using this method, you can also work out your package pricing. So you just need to work out how many projects you would want to work on per year. And again, remember to factor in holidays and also how many projects you want to work on at once. 
and divide your yearly earnings by the number of projects. So if we stick with our income goal of £30,000, say we want to work on 15 projects a year based on our services, this would give you a package price of £2,000. So this has been a bit of a bumper episode, (laughs) going through lots of different types of pricing, Um, but I hope this has helped give a little more information about pricing as a designer, so you can go ahead and choose your preferred method of charging and set prices which are also going to help you reach your income goals, work for your clients and help you have an amazing sustainable business. We'll call it a day there so I don't overwhelm you with too much information for a Tuesday morning, but I'd love to pick up some other money-based topics in the future to help as much as I can. And as always, if you have got any questions about this episode, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram where you can find me at GattoWeb, or you can also find me at my website, which is GattoWeb.com. And if you're looking for a bit of extra support and guidance, We also have our own Facebook group for designers, which you can join by searching the Daring Designers Club on Facebook. This week, we did our first accountability session to keep everyone on track for their monthly goals. So there are a few fun things to get involved with there. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 